Welcome to the What in the Sheba podcast with Susie and Ed. Who? Susie, just, I did that last week too. Welcome to this stranger. <laughs> I don't even know what anything is anymore. Hello. Welcome to the What in the Sheba podcast with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. Give me this. While playing with this. the puppies. Give me this. Puppy. Give me Singular. This. So cute. For those Hi. of you <laughs> listening in, um, Archie's with us and he's feeling a little rambunctious today. Also, he keeps trying to jump off this couch. We have to distract him and exhaust him. Yeah. Um, hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How was your week? My week was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Archie, get back in the... Oh, Jesus. Uh, my week was great. Um, the Squishmallow. I am a volleyball mom now, like officially. So like my whole life revolves around that. Like my work schedule, how I like book my appointments for work, my like schedule for like making film, like content or for filming this, like it all revolves around like what my kids volleyball schedule is. And yeah. I have no time for anything. Like I literally, Sunday and Monday of my, this week gone, totally gone, ow. This um, past week or next week? This last week, this just this yeah, past yeah. Sunday and Monday, um, my kid had two tournaments back to back. They were so far away. Like I just drive all over fucking California and go to tournaments all day long. But the last one we Yay. went to was crazy. It was like 20 courts, a hundred teams, maybe more than a hundred teams all day long. It was so nuts. It was really fun, but it's nuts. Like you get, I get really overwhelmed yeah. in, in situations like that yep. or in like um, environments like that where there are just like hundreds and hundreds of people mm -hmm. going in and out and in and out. And all I'm thinking about is like- Just the awareness alone takes so much energy, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, and then you know, then your head starts to get away from you, and you're like, "Oh my god, could this be like a mass fucking COVID super spreader? Could this be like a fucking you know event?" You know what? I'm gonna I'm not gonna go to the darkness. I was about to go to the darkness. I'm not going. I'm not going. It was a great tournament. My kid is four and one. Her team was four and one. Fantastic. Moving on. But maybe take a couple masks just in case someone oh, is course. coughing a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I was gonna Ooh. go to like the like sitting ducks and like shooters and all that stuff. Cause you know. Yeah. Cause, um, cause, cause that's like, just the reality we live in. I don't know if people are aware, but we're like still technically in a pandemic. Oh yeah. And they're saying right now is one of the worst outbreaks. Yeah. It's just not as. So if you're on a plane or you're going in public, just wear, wear a, mask a mask if you can. And, uh, or don't cough. Or if you're not feeling sick, stay home. Stay home. Please do yeah. us all a fucking favor. Because you might bring them norovirus as well as well as potentially oh, lice. Man. I don't want that ever again. <laughs> Was there any follow up? No one has lice, right? Everyone's good. Yeah, we're all okay. Good. No lice. No, no more vomit. As far as I know, in regards to that, we are we're starting strong. We're starting the new year strong. So also, I don't know for those of you guys who watch the podcast. I don't know if you noticed last week. But Archie at one point was wearing this sweater and his leg got caught and he was like trying to climb out of Suji, Susie's lap and uh, he couldn't. And then he, he tries for like 30 seconds and he just gives up and he's like, you know what? It's not bad here. <laughs> I'm also in a straight jacket, so none yeah. of this matters. Uh, how was your week? What did you do it, this week? It was good. Uh, I didn't really do much. Just, you know, make content. But my... Little nephew's birthday was yesterday. Oh, cute. How old is he? He just turned nine. Oh. And uh, I'm going to make a video because I filmed it, but um, I didn't know what he wanted. He's like obsessed with these things called Beyblades, which unless you have like, you know, an elementary school boy, I'm assuming you wouldn't know. They're basically tops. They're tops that are like, like made up of different- I thought you meant shirts. Beyblade. I was like, like a top? Oh, like a yeah, top? yeah. Like, no, no, no. Like from the 40s toys, like a top, you know, like a spinning top. Uh, like, do boys top. call their shirts tops <laughs> now? Like, Ed, like what's happening? What do you wear? <laughs> but yeah. Got it. Like No, it's like tops. a toy. Yeah, like a spinning top. But um, it's made up of like different pieces so that like you're supposed to battle them in this like arena. Oh, cool. And then like sometimes they explode. So they're kind of like pop them, sock them meets tops. Wait, but tops don't explode. Yeah, I know. But what do they explode with? Well, that's what I mean. They're like made up of different parts. So the one top has like typically three or four components. And then like, depending on how much they hit each other, so it'll come apart. So it's more like those robotic competitions. Yeah, pop em, that's what I said, pop them, sock them. Is that what that is? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that, you keep saying that, but yeah. you can keep saying pop, it. I don't know what those em, are. Rock them, sock them? Whatever it is. Rock them, sock them. Those are these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. red and blue and the- No, no, no. But I'm talking about like those robotic, like engineering shows that like, colleges have, like you're supposed to destroy oh, yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. The robot wars. Yeah, but that's not yeah. what 
Rock'em Sock'em? No, Rock'em rock rock Sock'em is that you game. You just fight each other, but yeah, you don't yeah. try to destroy the other. No, but, but the one you keep going until the head pops off, remember? No. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's how that's how it was. Got it. Yeah, you KO'd them when like their head pops off. Oh, that's And it's kind dark. of like that. <laughs> and um, he's like obsessed with him. When I say obsessed, I mean like all day, even if, he, if it's like just him and his sister, he'll just play, to, like against himself. That's so cute. All day. It is cute and slightly sad, but um it's okay for kids to play, play with their emotions. Solitary yeah. play is it's good true. too. It and is very, very important and vital to their development. You feel bad and you're like, oh you're playing by yourself. But independence. Yeah. Self-sufficiency. All those things are very important too. But he plays those all day and his parents buy him a lot of them. He like probably has like I'd say like 85% I want to see what it looks like. I just need like a visual. Okay, go on. And so I could have gotten in that and I did order him one, but then I was like, you know, I was thinking back to my childhood and my mom bought me a lot of toys, oh, but cool. she refused to buy me video games. Mm -hmm. And like my one aunt, she bought all my consoles. She bought all my games. So I was like, you know what? Cause his parents don't really buy them for him that much. They mm -hmm. bought him a switch and like a couple games, but it's like, you know, nobody wants their kids to be playing video games all day. Of course. Even though he could make you a millionaire before you're before you're even a teenager. Most parents probably don't want that for their kid either. Jesus Christ. Yeah, true. But I mean, I wouldn't mind. But so I yeah, decided the I was kids like, kids were millionaires. Nothing ever bad happens to them. Yeah. <laughs> They're that's always true. really super well adjusted. That's true. But um, so I wanted to get him a video game instead. So, you know, I asked him, I was like, hey, what do you want? I was like, name four things. I'm going to get you one of them, you know? Cause like, I like surprising people, but I also like um, bought him a video game for my, on my mom's behalf last time. And he didn't love it. Hold on. So I wanted to get him something he wanted, you know? So then I was like, dang, I, I took away the element of surprise, even though it's like, oh, it could be one of the four things, but it's not the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got him this uh, Nintendo Switch game that he wanted. And then I had this idea that I'm going to wrap it up to look like something else. Right, because if you wrap it that, you can tell right away. Yeah, you can is. tell right away. Even if you put it in like a bigger box, it's like right. whatever, you know? So I wrapped it using a lot of paper towels, some like paper and tape to make it look like a stuffed rabbit. Okay, he showed me the video and it really looked like one. He did a really good job. I was like very like artistic. Yep. Art skills. Um, so I take it over to him and he's like, there was cool, like, you know, stuffed animal things. Well, before, before that, even there was like balloons and stuff, you know, for his birthday. And I was like, oh, what are these balloons for? And he's like, my birthday. And I was like, oh, when was that? And he's like, <laughs> today. And I was like, oh, what time? And he's like, all day. <laughs> and then for five minutes, I kept pretending like I like forgot. And I'd be Aww. like, oh, what are these balloons for? And then he started kidding. He's like, hey, mom, I'm pretty sure Uncle Ed uh, has amnesia or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We started to get a little upset. And then when he started to get a little bit more upset, that's when I was like, oh, too far, too far, too far. Gee, you taking a joke too far? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have fucking thought? So I give him um, the thing and he's like, you know, he doesn't say anything, even though you can see in his face, he's like, what the F? Funny. And then he starts ripping <laughs> apart and he notices that it's like all paper towels and um, mm. tape. So then he rips it apart, he finds the game. And then he keeps going and I was like, oh, that that's it. I was like, that's all. I was like, $60, but that was I think was it all, sounds, you know? I think he's very grateful, I'm He sure. was, he was really grateful, but it was really funny. And um, that was the highlight of my week other than- Your nine-year-old nephew's birthday party? <laughs> yeah. He actually has an actual birthday party this Saturday, which I'm also going to at the Sky Zone. Have you ever been? Yes. Wait. The trampoline place. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, of course. Is it fun? I I didn't jump around. I mean, <laughs> I have forty mid middle aged kneecaps. What are you talking about? My kids have gone. Um, it's really fun to watch. Uh, I'm not much of a trampoliner <laughs> myself. Um, also, there's so many kids and little bodies jumping around, and I'm sure that. You don't want to like send someone flying? No, I don't, <laughs> nor do I want them to come flying towards me. So like, I'm good. <laughs> Archie just peed. Yay! Good boy! You did such a good job. We're so proud of you. Thank you for not peeing on the couch. Yeah, or one of my kids' squishmallows. Yeah. Good job. Progress. <laughs> Also, uh, I don't know if you watched the Emmys last night. I saw a couple of highlights, but I, I did. I was out all last night. Yeah, so. I just watched the beginning major ones, yeah. and then 
I my ADHD can't handle award shows that long. Yeah. But beef won pretty big. Yeah. Um good. Ali Wong became like the first Asian American woman to win limited series lead actress. Steve Yun won, the show won, and then Lee Jung Sun or Lee Sung Jun. Lee Sung Jin won uh two on his own, one for directing and one for writing. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's really, really great. I'm I'm glad to see it. It was it's a great show. They're also very excited about it. Yeah, right. In addition, um, Nisi, do you know Nisi Nash? Yes, I, I love her. her so I love her since oh, we know nine one one. That's 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 like the one clip that I saw where she yeah. thanks herself, and good for her. Good for her. Of course, you yep. should thank yourself. I mean, it's it's really difficult to stay the course. It's really difficult yep. to invest and have faith in yourself with reckless abandon. And you know what I mean? I'm sure, as you know a black woman in this, in, in, the, in the industry she's in, I'm sure, and as she said, so many people told her no. So many people said, you can't do this. You're not gonna succeed. She just had a show just get canceled. She did? Yeah, there was a spinoff of like a very popular show called The Rookie, and she was the star of the spinoff show, and there was one season and it just got canceled. I think mostly because of the strike. Oh, right. Hiatus. I'm sure. Um, but even that got canceled. So for her to win, it was yeah, like- good for her. She deserved it, and especially after the discourse from Taraji, yeah. Like everyone should be yeah. very aware of how hard it is yeah. for black women in the industry and for her to stay the it's course. It's so crazy. Yep. It's so crazy that like we invest so much into them and they get so little in return. That's yeah. so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Taraji was like, I have to keep working because she's like, I don't make as much as you think I do. Yeah. You think, well, you think once you have a couple hit movies, you're a fucking millionaire and you're set. Especially when you're a household name, you would yeah. assume that they have money. You know? I've seen that clip of, of that movie. Um, What's the one where she works at NASA? Oh yes, uh, something hidden figures. Hidden figures, yeah. Where she talks about like you know you won't drink from a coffee pot that I've touched or whatever. I've watched that scene and I'm moved by that scene every single time. And like to have that kind of like acting ability and to still be so undervalued is it's it's a fucking crime. It's a yeah. crime. And I don't know her name because I don't watch the show, but there's a black actress from Abbott Elementary. Oh yeah. Um. Well, there's. A few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the main no, one? yeah, but yeah, yeah. She uh, she won last night, yes. and she's actually the first black woman to win an Emmy in a comedic role in forty years, which is wild to me. It's even wilder to me that that's the eighties, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, it's so crazy. When I when I think forty years, I still I think, think like sixties. Yeah, 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 like before. No, that was just the eighties. <gasps> you were alive then. That makes sense because I turned. <laughs> yep. 30 plus 10 this year. Math. I turned 30 for the 10th time this year, Yay. so that makes sense. 10th anniversary for Actually, 30th birthday. <laughs> did I ever tell you that um, in my 20s, every year I had a reoccurring annual 21st birthday? So up until I turned 30, it was like- You couldn't fucking pay me to be 21 <laughs> again. There's not enough no. money in the no, 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 world. No, no, no. Not from a life period, but from a numbers period, nah, yes. Even still. <laughs> I see, I hear somebody's 21, I'm like, you're an embryo. You've not, you don't know. Oh, <laughs> I hear someone's 21 in my immediate instinct is you're probably an asshole. <laughs> well, that's, that's age, what I was. That's ageist. Well, no, because I was. Because in my 20s, I was a raging asshole. But with that note- Speaking of assholes. Yep. We have an episode full of them. Yay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all of our listeners, we have- a couple things today. We actually have are going to read a couple of the write-ins that we have. Ooh, yeah, I love those. Yep. So we have a couple of those, and when then I, when I react, I really have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about it. I'm very busy. I'm never like, hey, just wanted to touch base. What are you talking? No, I'm like, just lay it on me when we get there. Let's just see what happens. Unless I can't think of anything, and then I reach out to Susie. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, don't talk, don't bother me with these stupid questions, Ed. That's not my department. <laughs> yeah, Ron. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm just the talking head, okay? But we also have a couple of Am I the Assholes because those are fun. Am I the Assholes honestly are my favorite thing because favorite they are designed to be judged. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're designed for commentary. They're designed to have this yeah. like discourse about how you feel about it. Just like Koreans are designed to, to be shit. judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> talk shit and be judgmental. If you hear barking in the distance, it's because my dogs can smell this dog and they really want to play with him. Um, but we can't let them just yet. Yeah, yeah just cause uh, 
Archie hasn't had all of his shots. And even though I know a lot of people like don't really care and take their little puppies out for walks, I have horrible luck. And the one time I do that, Archie will probably get parvo and die. He's also one tenth their size. So yeah. I don't know that we can. Oh, probably less. less. Yeah. yeah. How much does Archie weigh? Three, maybe less than three pounds. Oh, yeah. Both my dogs are about 75 pounds. So like so. 25 Archies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine 25 little Archies? That no. would be a mess. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> be so cute. Um, but yeah, Emma the Assholes are honestly my favorite. And I think I I myself am the most entertained by them. So I can imagine and I can see why other people are too. I think they're so, I don't know. Like I said, judging yeah. people is fun. <laughs> okay. So the first one we have is a write-in from one of our listeners. Um, and it goes like this. Hello, my name is Josephine and I am the name Josephine. a Korean Italian American 30 year old. I have to say, I am a huge fan of this podcast and listen to it all the time. Thanks Josephine. Thank you. It's the first podcast that got really got my attention because I don't see a lot of Korean related things on my social media. That makes me think, yes, I've been listening lately. Also follow on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. And there are some episodes where you guys say we can send in questions. Yes, please. I recently listened to this episode. There isn't any dog in this, is there? And I've had my share of these kinds of jokes, bullying, and et cetera. But there are still comments or questions I get asked, even now as a 30-year-old woman, that still makes my blood boil. Maybe I overreact. I've always been proud of being Korean much more than my Italian heritage, and I talk about everything Korean all the time. It's a better experience because then it was when I was in younger years, but sometimes these questions come up and I take this deep breath. I see my mom get upset or get into arguments if she feels discriminated. If she was a younger woman, she'd probably have a criminal record for all the time she's assaulted a person for messed up comments about Koreans. They, these are some of the comments and questions I've gotten over the decades and they still anger me. I still try to stay calm, but it really shocks me how people say these things and not care or realize how terrible it is. Let me just start by saying Josephine staying calm is highly fucking overrated. But also an art. <laughs> so, you know, you don't, never, always, you don't always have to be calm. But nothing is an absolute, you know? So it's case by case. Some of the questions or comments that Josephine gets um, upset about, annoyed about, uh, north or south. <laughs> I get that all the time. I hate that one. I hate that one. Well, no, but my, my favorite is when I respond both. I actually am North and South Korean. My father was from North Korea before North Korea was North Korea. So what do you have to say about that? Do you want to talk about what happened to my father's family during the war? Is that what you're getting after? Like, what do you want to know? Yeah. What, what does that inform you of if I tell you what I am? When I was younger, I used to get really mad at that question because I used to be like, how ignorant do you have to be? No one can leave North Korea. Yeah, exactly. But you then think I'm North Korean? recently I grew up and realized that that's not 100% true. Mm -mm. There was a lot of deflectors and people who left before the divide, so. Well, yeah, it would be like Northern California, you know, yeah. Korean, Californian, but you know, anyway. <laughs> I'm definitely not Northern Californian. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no, I'm just kidding. That's almost I, a yeah, more no. offensive question. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, NorCal. Yeah. Next question, do you eat dog and what does it, oh, it, it I've never let it get to that second question. What, what does it does taste it like? What does it taste like? Come here, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> do you speak Korean? Can you teach me Korean so I can impress my Taekwondo teacher? Who is this old Korean man? <laughs> that one I feel like I wouldn't be as, well, if you just, if a stranger no. came up to me if and said that. If it's somebody you don't like, you teach them some crazy yeah. phrase, tell them that it's something else. If it's I, someone that you know who asked that, it's nothing. But if a random stranger came up to yeah. me and asked that. I told you about the time I taught my friends a song, the Santuki song, and I told them, but I completely changed the words and I changed. Oh. I've never told you that? No. Oh, oh God, this story's so good. Okay, so I have these friends and I love them, but they were always like, they friends were younger. Friends or friends? They're still my friends, <laughs> but they wanted me to teach them a song in Korean, but they were always kind of fucking with me about being Korean. How old were you guys when this happened? High school. Okay. And so they asked me to teach them this song called Santoki, which is like a Korean folk song about a mountain rabbit. And instead, my friend, Linda, who's also Korean, she and I changed the words. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember the words other than Santoki, Toki. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, okay. you know, it's like a little round rabbit. So we changed the song to say, I have a really small dick. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. It's really, really, really small. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> 
And they're like, we we know a Korean song. I didn't know they were gonna do this. So to the like middle-aged Korean dude, they're singing to him about having a small dick. And I didn't tell them till like a year or two later. I was like, oh, you guys say you to somebody. Really hysterical. sorry, but um yeah, I just trolled you guys so fucking hard. I'm so, so sorry. So anyway, that will happen or could potentially happen if you, you know, ask the wrong question of the wrong person. Or if your attitude is whack. Right. That too. What's the motherland like? Do you eat cats? It's like the future. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's true. Do you eat cats? Ew. Are you going to work in the rice paddy field? Oh, that's what? not even a microaggression. That is that's so like fucking blatantly racist. Good Lord. Some of these are blatantly racist and a lot of them are horrible microaggressions. You're tall for a Korean woman. I get that all the time. I get that all the time still. Um, And Josephine got this a lot when she lived with her Italian father and white stepmother, but are you adopted? What a rude, even if they were, that's such an inappropriate question. It's so invasive. What, what? Why does that matter? Or it's like conversely, like, oh, did your parents have sex to have you? Or did, you know what I mean? It's like, the, what an invasive question. Who yeah. asks that? It'd be, yeah, it'd be the same as like. Did they have sex and make you? Or did they go to an yeah. adoption agency? And How like, much did your mother's vulva yeah, expand? Yeah, right, like why? Ugh. That, that was, you went too far. <laughs> Me or that question? You. <laughs> <laughs> Do you and your sister have different dads? Oh, that's you don't look that's as Korean like, as your mom and sister. Okay, like I always want to ask people when they ask questions like this. If I give you an answer, what is that? What are you going to do with that answer? Or, or that's not even a question. You don't look as Korean as your mom and sister. Okay. And do, no. do what? What are you trying to tell me that you now think I'm less Korean, well, or you think that questions like that make people who are mixed race be like, "Oh, I'm only," and it's that only when yeah. they're like, "I'm only half Korean." You're right. like, "No, no you're, you're Korean, you're, yeah. and you're the other." Right. There's no only percentage, right? Or when they say like, "Oh, well, I'm more Korean than you are," it's like, "No, we're actually exactly the same amount." Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. My favorite question, okay, back to Josephine's sorry, letter. Josephine, sorry. <laughs> my favorite, however, is a comment my white coworker heard and told me after the old man in question left. The movie Devotion was in theaters and it was about the Korean War. This coworker who was a 17 year old white teenager boy was helping with this older white man and they started to talk about the Korean War because this older man was a veteran and began to tell my coworker about how during the war, Korean women and American soldiers would have quote, devil babies because Korean women were greedy Actually, apparently that was an actual slur for Koreans. I felt bad for this coworker because he didn't know what to say, but this old man kept going on about how Korean women were devil women, wanted green cards, only wanted money, and then decided to gloat about how the USA came to the rescue during the Forgotten War. I never heard any of it and was only told after he left our job. I worked at a movie theater at the time. I've learned to handle a lot of things with humor. And while I did laugh about it at times, sometimes I think about this interaction and wonder what I could have done. I'd like to think if I had the interaction, I would have mentioned the fact that I am Korean, talked about the motherland, and tried to make this old man as uncomfortable as possible despite being Korean. I am often mistaken as Hispanic. I'm sorry for rambling. I'm just so happy I came across this podcast and found your social medias. It's one thing to talk about your friends and family about these experiences, but to hear someone else outside of that circle and hearing how enraged they are about these situations is the best thing ever. May my 2024. P.S. I aspire to be like Sujia when I grow up. Well, yay, thank you. I have, I, I'm sorry to tell you it comes with very bad knees. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Also, I feel like, I feel like this is a reason why knowledge is power. For sure. Because specifically, um, I know that's what we're taught in America, but the U.S. joining the Korean War um, had was really horrible for South Korea, actually. Particularly South Korean women. Yep. There's a lot of the R word. So much. And the comfort women were essentially created because of American soldiers. So there's that. I'm almost glad that that old man is nowhere in the vicinity of my ears. Cause if I heard him say anything like that, I'm like, wow. 
I, I don't know what I would, I, I can't, I don't, I can't contain myself in situations like that. I don't, I just, I don't know why and I don't know how, but that feeling comes over me and I just like see red and I just, I can't, I just, I'll go, I go off. Yeah. I can't help it. And if I don't have the knowledge to say something educational back that is a burn, then I will attack you personally. No, f you know what? I I'm not here to educate everybody all the fucking time. Fuck that. No. I'm yeah. done with that. Hi, Susie and Ed. I'm 13 female and have a really, really hard time with my ethnic identity. <laughs> on one side of my family, I have Australian, Burmese and Chinese family. And on the other side, I have Dutch and Australian family. The first side of my family is cultural and I grew up learning a lot about mainly Chinese culture. Now I have disconnected from and no longer see the, this side due to some personal issues and divorce. I feel that I have lost part of my culture and identity as well, especially because I don't have many Asian features and often get told that I don't quote, look Asian since I have strong Dutch genes amongst my other family. I wanted to know what you guys think. I also love your podcast and keep doing what you're doing. First of all, 13. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, I, I didn't realize that I could capture the attention of a 13 year old for long enough to actually listen to a podcast. So the fact that you did um, makes me feel very proud and happy. Thank you for, for listening. Um, I think, I think a lot of times we look to outside factors to validate. shape, inform, validate our experiences with our cultures. And I don't think it has to be that way. And I feel like if you want to learn more and you want to, you know, delve deeper into who you are culturally, you absolutely have the power to do that. Literally with the thing that you're watching and listening to us on, you know, there's so much information out there and I'm sure that there are people in your community, or at least I hope that there are people in your community that you can reach out to, uh, to try to further your education. And I don't want to call it education, your experience and, you know, your personal investment into your culture. And I, I, I know that maybe it's difficult when you've, don't have that familial support in that way. Um, I don't know. I just hope that you can reach out to other people who can can help provide that for you. Yeah, find a community somewhere because if I've anything I've learned from this TikTok journey is how important that community is to be around people who have shared experiences with you. Mm -hmm. um, just so you can commiserate, learn from each other. And speaking of communities, you know, also pay attention to other communities because if I've learned yeah. anything from um, the LGBTQ plus community and other people. It's that your identity comes from within. Mm -hmm. You don't need other people to validate who you are. You know who you are. You know what you are. You know what I mean? You know what you relate to and what your experiences are. So just remember that and don't let other people tell you otherwise. And your comment about looking Asian. Um, I understand that not personally, I have a daughter uh, that looks far less Asian than I do and then that her sister does. And people say that to her all the time. And her response is often, you know, gross. how I look on the outside has nothing to do with how I feel about myself on the inside. Um, and also how I look is really none of your business. Um, so, you know, I, I think that she, she, I think of all of us, and maybe it's because she looks less Asian. She feels like she has she wants to invest more because of it. You know what I mean? Like she wants people to know that she's Asian because she's proud to be Asian and she's proud to be Korean and she doesn't want anybody to, to take that away from her. And I don't want anyone to take that away from you either. So, you know, if people say you don't look Asian, say, well, I feel Asian. So that's what's important. Yeah, and we have an episode actually as well, if you're listening, um, where we interviewed an artist. Oh, right. Um, their name is Lauren. Um, and they are non-binary. Um, they have a lot of intersectional identities. identities. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we, we talked about that a lot and you might be able to benefit a lot from the stuff that they've said. So you might also benefit it. from their artwork. <laughs> I would definitely say, take a look at the artwork. It really will. I don't know. I looked at the artwork and I was like, wow, it, it really brings me this sense of like understanding myself. Emo, yeah. It was really, it's, it's so beautiful it's and like they an are incredible. Emotion. Shout out I to Lauren. I if I use that right, but yes. And thank you so much for writing in. Yes, thank you. It means a lot to us. Last write-in we have, hi, this isn't a question or a story, but I really like your podcast. I listen to it whenever I can, not in a creepy way. Your podcast is just comforting. I don't know. <laughs> I've been, I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to watch the episodes in order, but I've watched your latest, most recent episodes too, and I really loved it. I don't know. I, I listen to it. To <laughs> Why it. did put that in? That's so cute. Like when I'm painting or when I'm just at home or like, I don't know, but it's just like, 
really kind of nice listening to people have in-depth discussions about these things. And I think in a similar way to both of you, and like, I don't really know that many people who like think like me in this way. And it's just nice to know that there are people out there who do this in this way as well. I'm 18, by the way. I don't really know what to say, but genuinely thank you so much. I learned so much from the both of you and your podcast means a lot to me. I don't know. <laughs> We're not laughing at you. I, no, I'm I laughing because it's, it's adorable. It's so endearing. Yeah. I love it. I'm not a person of color, but it's really nice, like nice to learn about some of you guys' experiences, Asian Americans and all. And I love learning like and listening to you both about how we can all be better humans. And I don't know, but thank you again. I hope you both have a lovely day. In the off chance this email is mentioned in the podcast, I'd like this email to be anonymous. Thank you. Also, I use they, them pronouns. Thank you for that. Um, this was one of the cutest. Yeah, that was adorable. <laughs> I love it. And we appreciate that, you know, especially when we get feedback from people who are non-Asian, because you don't know if it's going to resonate, right? We, we talk about this so much yeah. and it's so personal. And I feel like, you know, we, I sometimes feel like, you know, just our community is listening and it's not true. And the idea that people outside of our community want to learn about it so that they can kind of go into the world more informed, yeah. that that's so meaningful to me personally. I feel like, you know, putting this out there, it's not just for one person or one type of person. It's yeah. for all of us to understand and learn, you know, from each other. So it means a lot to, to hear yeah. that it's, it's resonating in that way. And honestly, people who want to diminish ignorance by learning more about as much as they can, you're also part of my community as well. Absolutely. That is a community that I will always, always support. And I think something, you know, I was telling you earlier, the reason I do this and talk about this in the way that I do is because I didn't know. I didn't know so much. Yeah, we there didn't were, have a what in the shoe bottle. There we was no, young. there was none, none of that. All the things that I learned, all the experiences, all the difficulties that I had to go through and just like the lumps were things that I shouldn't have experienced. You know what I mean? As a child or as a, a young woman, these are things that like, why did I have to endure such painful experiences at the expense of like my my ethnicity because I'm Korean or like, cause I'm a woman, like all of these things. And like being able to put out into the world, like these things are not acceptable. These things should have never been acceptable. And the fact that they were for so long is why I'm putting out there that it's fucking not. And I don't want anyone who to go through the things that we went through in this way unnecessarily. There's no reason I, I, was, I was talking to Ed about this candy that I liked as a child and like, it didn't even occur to me. I don't want to deviate too much, too much, but really quickly. It so, was super racist. It was. It was okay, so, so, have, so I've never even heard of it, but she showed me the wrapper. So my kid and I are talking about candies that I liked in the eighties. And I'm explaining to her like, oh, there was these candies. They were like, they all came in these like little boxes and they were like, you know, lemon heads and Alexander the grape. And there was one called Johnny Appleseed, but my favorite one. One of them was called Alexander the grape. Like, yes. So amazingly, right. oh my gosh. <laughs> right. And then I was like, oh, but I, there was also this flavor called Cherry Clan. And like, I wish that I could do like editing. Maybe you can do it. It The image of it just like slapped me in the face. And I'm like looking at it in my mind and I'm like, oh my God, put the picture up. Show the fucking picture. <laughs> well, it probably slapped you in the face already. <laughs> okay, good. It's this like, you can see it. I'm sure you're showing it right now. These racist caricatures, this like one of those like Chinese like pagodas, I think it's what it's called. And like this like, you know, Chinese style writing and it's called Cherry Clan. And they're, and they're also wearing um, those rice field hats. <laughs> yes. So I I'm thinking about this and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize that this candy I was buying was so racist. Then I go further into what this candy was or like the wrapper of the candy was. It was originally called Cherry Chan which was named after the character Charlie Chan, which was <laughs> played by a non-Asian actor to yellow face a Chinese character. I was like, there's so many layers to how fucking racist also, this fucking candy wrapper is. The image of the candy wrapper is almost re reminiscent of everything that was wrong with Pekin, Illinois, if you remember yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. It was that same, that same image, the same red pagode, all of it. Exactly. And like, 
I just I just flashed to like me with my like wrinkled two dollars at the corner store buying this racist fucking candy. And like that Hi, oh, I would like the cherry I wanna buy this racist ass fucking candy and like literally Was the store owner white? No, he was this wonderful e- e- uh Indian man named Ronnie. Oh my god, he probably wanted to be like, oh, oh you don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know how fucking racist this Actually, candy. he might have not even known. I know, at the and time. that was the thing. It was like it was just acceptable. It was that and that's my whole point is like it was so acceptable and it was just ingrained into who I was or this identity that I was trying to form for myself with all of this like racist imagery. And I'm like, oh, this is this is what people think of Asian people. And now that I know better, like I want to make sure that, you know, kids now yep. don't feel like that yep. because that was, I didn't even realize. That's the thing. People were always like, oh, it was a different time. Yeah, it was a different time. We didn't have the means to connect with our community online. So right. even though we saw it, and if we were aware of it, you'd be like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is racist. But like everyone around you, it doesn't look like you. And they're telling you that you're being sensitive and you can't connect with the other Asian people who are like, no, this is fucking racist. Right. But now we have that ability. Right. So it's not that it was like a different time than you. Know, you're right. It was a different time. We didn't have the technology to be able to, co- to connect with each other right. and validate exactly how we felt. And then by not being able to do that, we didn't have the confidence to speak up. Now or, or we the do. safety. Right. To yes. speak up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so wait, what was it? Oh, okay. But thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being part of our community. It, it means a lot. Thank you. All right, here we go. So for the first MIV asshole. Buckle in. So my nephew, seven years old, repeats a lot of shit he sees on the internet. Recently, he's been calling Asian people Ching Chong. <sighs> This has gotten him at trouble at school, but his parents don't actually care about it. They only told him not to say it and not that it's degrading and racist. When I brought it up to my sister that he still says it around family, she simply said, I'm too much of a snowflake. Wait, so... Fuck you. <laughs> yep. Ignoring the fact that she's blown a gasket over, quote, reverse racism. No, of course they have. I could have guessed every single one of this so mm. far. So I've decided to teach him myself. Good At first, you. I told him that it's mean to say that to people because what if people made fun of him for being white? He said he simply didn't care. It's not the same. Yeah, not the same. However, he is incredibly self-conscious about his glasses. So I decided to use that instead in a different way. Four Yesterday, eyes. I'm just kidding. We're all wearing glasses. <laughs> yeah. So it's allowed. Yesterday, my sister asked me to pick him up from school. And when I arrived at the pickup point, a group of Asian students passed by and he started to pull his eyes back and saying, ching, ching. So was he okay after you slapped him? Just kidding. I don't believe in child abuse. I said loudly, nephew, at least they can actually see without needing big ass glasses. <laughs> and one of the students said, yeah, my grandma's need glasses too, but they're not as big as yours. Oh my God. <laughs> my nephew was visibly upset after this. And on the way home, he cried and yelled at me. I told him, now you know how those students feel, but he wouldn't listen. After I dropped him off at home, I told my sister what happened and she got visibly upset and yelled at me saying that was too far and I shouldn't have done that. Am I the asshole? Also, the next time I pick up my nephew, I will explain to him that how he feels now is how those Asian students felt when he made fun of me. I thought he already said that, but no, you're not the asshole. That mom is a raging asshole. I have a hard time with this one and I'll tell you why. Obviously like throughout the reading of this, I was joking about, you know, whatever. I, I don't know that it's as effective to bully a kid to teach them about bullying. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, but I don't. No, you're talking (laughs) about, you're trying to be, feel gratified in that, but that kid's seven, that kid is seven. So bullying back to teach the behavior to stop the behavior is like, it's like hitting a kid to teach them to stop hitting. It doesn't make sense to me. I try to yeah. lead with empathy when I teach my children about why certain things are hurtful, Yeah, but I don't bully them no. to try to get the message across. No, 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 so no. do I think you're the asshole? No, I don't think you're the asshole for wanting to teach the kid why it's wrong. But you could have done it a different way. But I think 
I could see why your sister would think you're the asshole for bullying her kid. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And if you want to get the point across to your sister, Susie does have a good point. You don't want to give her ammo to the point where she's like, what you did was wrong. Right. You could have used the same, you could have used the same information without actually bullying him about it. Well, and also you're the grown up. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying There's to lead by dynamic. example and yeah, it's, it's like when my kids fight and one of them is wrong, but the other one is louder and hits harder back. It's like, well, now you're the one in trouble because you did the exact same thing, but you did it worse because you did it harder, meaner, you're older, whatever, whatever the dynamic is. So when you're trying to teach a kid like, hey, don't bully, yeah. let me show you how bad it feels. All they do is internalize those bad feelings and then they need to output those again. So I, I feel like just it just reinforces the behavior, honestly. Um, but again, I'm no perfect mom, but. If he had, if the, if the writer had waited till a point where that kid felt that way from something else and then use it as a learning point, or it could have just been, you know, you know how, you know, you wear glasses and that's not something that you could, you choose to do. You do it because you have to, you haven't been given a choice because if you don't wear your glasses, you can't see. It's like being born with something different, like being Asian or being born with a disability or being born with, you know, any number of things. Wouldn't that feel terribly terrible to be made fun of something you cannot control. It's something that you had no control over and that people think that you are less worthy of respect for because of it. Wouldn't that make you feel terrible? And being able to, I think, enforce compassion and empathy, I think for me is, it works for me. It might not work for everybody, but that's also because you don't have the support of the parents yeah. who in my opinion are assholes. They are definitely um, so I can see why that would be challenging. But also what you're saying makes sense as to why the kid wasn't able to connect those dots. Because when right. you explain it to them that way, you're giving them the obvious parts, which is the fact that they weren't able to connect those dots. Right. When you do bully them back, right. he's not gonna be able to connect those dots because right. he's focusing on how you made him feel. Right. Empathy has to often come, it's very difficult. Empathy is a practice. It's not something that a lot, well, some people have it naturally, but some people have to practice at it. And being able to put yourself in a position where you can identify with the person, sometimes you have to put them there. Let me put you in that position and then you can look from the inside out what that well, feels like. Well, you can like. do that verbally. Right. Yeah. And, you know, not hurt a kid's feelings. Because <laughs> that's, again, not... Reinforcing the positivity. You read, I don't want to. Am I the <laughs> asshole for hiding my snacks and refusing to share with my pregnant stepmother until she pays me? Okay, wait. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm gonna read that one more time. Am I the asshole for hiding my snacks and refusing to share with my pregnant stepmother until she pays me? Okay, let's get into it. Cause I'm I don't, confused. Um, yeah. yeah, I need a little more. I like certain snacks that you can uh, only get at the Asian food market where I live. They are strange flavors and spices, but I think they are delicious. Maybe replace strange with different. Mm -hmm. I was at my dad's house. Unusual. About, yeah, different. I was at my dad's house about two weeks ago and his wife said my snacks smelled good and asked to try some. I said, sure, and let her have a few. Later that day, I went to get some more from the cupboard, but they were all gone. She's pregnant. She, she had eaten like them. four bags of them. Yeah. That's like $20. Plus now I have to go all the way downtown to get more. Yeah. I asked my dad if he could please give me a ride and replace my snacks. He said no, and that sharing is caring. Bullshit. Mm. So now I have to take what I'm going to eat there and leave the rest of my mom's house. My, mo my father says that his wife is craving the snacks I had before. I told him where to buy them. He asked me to just pick some up the next time I went. I said I would as soon as he paid me for the ones she already ate. He said no, that we are family and we share. That's not sharing. That's you just, you asking me to go buy something for something. That's yep. not sharing. <laughs> I said, fine, then give me the money to buy some for her and some for me and we will share. Right. He said, that's not how sharing works. It actually is exactly <laughs> how sharing <laughs> works. How sharing works. <laughs> he says, I'm being a little jerk since he feeds me at his house. I should share the snacks I buy with my own money. That's a hard no from me. I just think I will stop taking any over there. I think- I think we need a little more context yeah, though. Like, like is this an adult? Yeah, is like, this a child? Like what is the, yeah. you know. Age is the context we need. For if sure. they're like 13 or 14 and like money is scarce because they just have like, you know, do people deliver newspapers anymore? Is that still a thing? <laughs> Unless you can deliver it to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? But if this is like an adult person that lives off of their parent, this, I don't know. 
Although I have been a pregnant person and sometimes you can't fucking control it and you're just gonna eat everything, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so the first time makes sense though, but the dad, I feel like is kind of being an asshole. Yeah, the dad's a dick. Instead of being like, you know what I mean? Like you have a job and you make money. Unless your son in this in this scenario, or, or daughter, I'm not sure, is like 30. Yeah. Then, but even then it's a little presumptuous. I don't know. I'm a I'm a big snack sharer. You know what I mean? I think I think also that's just culturally like our Korean food culture is communal. Yeah, in Korean, we don't say hi, how are you? We say did you eat? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like the first thing you say. Or like something my husband remarked on um, that he was so like not taken aback. He was like, "This is such so, so unusual." Like when my family and I sit down to eat dinner, if we're at like a plated restaurant, like a non-Asian restaurant. We all, before anybody takes a bite, we all cut our food up yeah. and like literally pass a bite to every single person at the table. And he's like, that's not something that, you know, my family does. I'm like, I wouldn't, I don't know how to that's eat. That's scary. That's I don't, weird I don't know to how me. To eat if I don't, I, we've eaten together. I'm like, here, yeah. take bite of this. Take yeah, bite of yeah. this. You know, like, that's just how, how it works. You want to so, try everything. So like sharing is just like natural. Like my daughters have this one friend who doesn't share. And it's really hard for me. Like when we like give out snacks or like whatever. And like my daughter says, oh, can I have one of those? She says, no, these are mine. I'm like, what do you mean? No, <laughs> we share yeah. everything. What do you mean? No, no. You know, like I, what? It's just, it's just not something that I'm accustomed to hearing people say. Yeah. It's weird it to me to that you want to eat 30 bites of the same thing instead of 15 bites of that. And then one of the next one bite I, of I want, 15. Others. I just want one bite of 15 things. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's why like when my sister and I go to weddings, it's like our happiest day. We're like, woo. It's <laughs> my favorite. Like I'd much rather do that. That's Korean food. That's Banchan is like. There's like thirty dishes on the tables. You get one, like something different with every bite. But mm -hmm. that's how I like it. What the fuck but, were we talking about? You know. Oh, so uh, who's the asshole? Um, I don't feel like you should have to pay for the snacks of your no. stepmother. But again, you live in their house. I mean, like this is the hill the dad wants to die on. Like yeah. that's petty as fuck. Yeah, that's asshole behavior. I agree. All right, am I the asshole for refusing to stop cooking and eating in my kitchen because of my roommate's girlfriend's condition? What? Condition was in quotes. Oh, this is gonna be dumb, I know it. <laughs> I feel like this is entirely ridiculous. That's the first line. <laughs> there we go. I live with my roommate, let's call him quote Matt. We used to be pretty close friends, but over the last two years of living with, living with him, we've drifted apart. And now I'm just waiting for Elise to move out on my own. Matt's girlfriend, we'll call her Sarah. That's funny. I hope, okay, I'm not gonna say anything about Matt's or Sarah's, but go on. <laughs> Pretty, other than Sarah from the Kung Pao Chicken. Yeah, right, exactly. Pretty much lives with us despite not paying rent. Nope. I won't lie, she annoys me to no end. I bet. She's an entitled airhead who thinks the world revolves around her. Anyway, Sarah has a condition, condition, quotes, where she gets nauseous at the slightest smell and sight of certain so foods. So go oh, home, wow. Sarah. Go home, go to your home where you can cook your fucking toast. So her condition is ignorance and racism, got it. She's an incredibly picky eater, no. AKA racist, and anything outside of corn dogs or chicken- Did you just call chicken... her a racist? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, that doesn't say that. <laughs> okay, you're ad-libbing, sorry. <laughs> and anything outside of, oh, surprise, corn dogs and chicken tenders make her nauseous according to her. Well, unfortunately for her, I like to cook. I love heavily spiced foods and love to cook Asian style dishes. So living with a toddler who can't stand the smell really sucks. Well, Shouldn't suck for you. You don't live with it her. It should suck for her. Yeah, fuck that. Sarah has always complained about me cooking quote, smelly foods and has asked me to stop or, or do it when she's not home. Bitch, this is not your home. Yeah. Go. Yeah, your home doesn't smell like that. Yeah. Go to there. Once you pay an equal amount of rent, I will then consider <laughs> Fuck you, it maybe. Sarah. Well, I would cook the stinkiest shit you could find. <laughs> yeah. I would be so petty. I wouldn't even eat it. Just buy durians yeah, everywhere. Literally. Put it in her room. <laughs> in her pillowcase. <laughs> well, considering she does not pay rent and spends 18 hours a day at my home, I have not accommodated her at all. Good. Last night, Sarah and Matt sat me down <laughs> and told me I need to stop cooking because Sarah cannot stand it anymore. I can't. <laughs> apparently, apparently, quote, she had a mental breakdown last week when I was cooking curry. 
She claims I am making our apartment, quote, a hostile environment by ignoring her concerns. I told them both to piss off Good. until Sarah starts paying her share of the rent. Matt said that because he lives here, his opinion matters as well, and he wants me to stop, then move out. You're a bitch, Matt. I told him <laughs> no to that as well, because he's only doing this because Sarah is being a racist baby. It just says baby. Parentheses yeah. with <laughs> he ended up having a massive argument, and neither of them is talking to me. Both are staying at Sarah's mom's house right now. I say good riddance. Oh, that's why, because Sarah doesn't have her own place. She lives with her mom. Yeah, so okay. she, she's a freeloader. Yeah, at literally. least I did did until I told the story to my coworkers, and they were all shocked. They say I'm being a complete a hole. What? This has given me second thoughts. If I was an asshole in the fight we had, no. No. Okay, you need to relocate both your living and, and work environment situations because no. What? I, what? I'm assuming you live in like Nebraska. Hi, you need to I don't live here. Do what I tell you to do. Hello? What? Sarah, Sarah, it's time for you to fuck off all the way. Go, oh my God, what? If somebody came into my house who didn't live there and told me I couldn't do what I wanted, I, hello? Do you want to hear something <laughs> funny? Yes. When we first, Maybe. when Ron and I first moved from Philadelphia to LA, back, for me back to LA, cause you know, LA native, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I originally, we had a roommate. Mm -hmm. I moved in with my one buddy from college who was already living in LA and he was going out with this girl. So when we moved in, we moved into this three bedroom house, three bed, two baths. And I took the, what is it called now? Primary, I took the primary bedroom. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. want to use that. Other, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I took the primary bedroom that has the ensuite bathroom in it. Yeah. But I originally told him, because he told us from the beginning, my girlfriend's probably going to be here a lot, you know? That's so I time. was like, hey, you guys should take the primary suite because it has its own bathroom. And he was like, no, I can't afford that. So he was like, no, you take it. So I was like, fine. And, but I kept doing it. Even as moving in, I was like, are you sure you don't want this? Yeah. He's like, no, you take it. So we're living there. Um, first off, he gets insecure because I we bought most of the furniture because he kept telling me he can't afford it. And then later on, I found out that his ex expectation was that we lived without furniture until he was comfortable enough to afford it, which is like, if you just, I just want to set the scene for how fragile this ego was. I don't understand. You have to sit on the floor because he can't afford a couch? Apparently. Because that uh, makes him feel yep. weird? Apparently when we had this big blow up before I forced, I before I kicked him out of the house. But wait, spoiler. hold on though. Why would that matter? Because eventually you guys are all going to relocate and whoever bought the couch keeps the couch. So why the fuck does he care? Because it made him insecure. What are you going to go like three Z's on a couch? I don't know. That's apparently it made him insecure. Oh my God, grow Yeah, up, I dude. had no idea. What? It was while this blow up fight before I kicked him out, he was like, yeah, he's like, and you- Bought all the furniture and like did it, and I was like, "You're welcome." Yeah, I was like, "What?" Dude? <laughs> You're fucking welcome. Sell the fucking. Flag. I was like, I saved up because knowing that I was gonna move for a year, and I was like, I, I what? There's a very simple solution. Don't use any of it. Sit your ass on the floor. Eat with your fingers instead of a fucking fork. Like that's your fucking problem. Sorry. So how long were we living there, Ron? Maybe like three months. It was like around like the three month mark when he, we'll just call him Jay. Jacob. So oh, Jay, <laughs> so Jay goes up to Ron at the three month month mark and he goes, Hey man, do you mind using Ed's bathroom? I don't like that. Another guy is sharing a bathroom with my girl. In a apartment house or whatever that she doesn't pay rent for or actually live in. Yeah. Oh, Jacob, fuck off. God. So then Ron's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to like, when Ed's sleeping or if Ed's doing something else in his room you and I have to go to the bathroom. Well, cause I imagine you would have to go through your room to get to the bathroom. It's not just sure like, do. yeah, it's not like its own door. Nope. So then he's like, yeah, just like, you know, buy other showering stuff and just put it in Ed's room. That's not how, oh God. That's so, <laughs> was Jacob Asian? Nope. Not that, um, I didn't say anything. Calm down. I was just asking a question. No, Jacob was mixed race, but not Asian. Um, his girlfriend was, cause Jacob had yellow fever. Oh boy. 
That is so ridiculous. Yeah. I, you know what? We should just rename the podcast to Fuck Off. <laughs> fuck it kind of off. almost is. Yeah. In case you didn't know, like, fuck off. Like, what do you mean? What? Why are, what? <laughs> you don't pay for rent and you're telling me what I can and can't do in my own home like that? That I pay rent for. Not even not what for. I can and can't do. Well, you're telling me what I'm, I should do. What you, you're telling me to, no, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, which is a wild thing to do because we gave him a solution before we moved in and while we were moving in. Well, and also if you can't afford it, you cannot also afford to make demands on it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. Because the other point is you can't afford a place on your own. So just shut the fuck up. And neither can your girlfriend. So fuck off. Yeah, she lived at her parents' house. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can't tell people who are paying to live in their own home what, oh my God. All right, the last one. Am I the asshole for refusing to add food to my delivery for my roommate to save her money? Why are these all like, what? what? Was this like the financial edition? (laughs) (laughs) The financial edition. I, 28 male, live in Canada. My roommate, 29 female, and I usually get along well. I'm originally from China and have family and savings and accounts there. The other day, my roommate commented that I must spend a lot on takeout as I order a takeout like four to five times a week. That's a lot. I then explained to her that I don't really spend as much. I only order from a small number of Chinese restaurants who have an agreement with me and don't use standard delivery apps. I pay them in yuan and yuan and arrange the delivery over WeChat so there is no tip and tax, and they give me discounted prices. A week later, she didn't have many groceries left and asked me to add something for her, and she will pay me back. I refuse because she isn't part of the agreement, and I don't want to betray the restaurant's owners, and also, she wouldn't be able to pay me back in Yuan. She seems upset and isn't being as cordial. Am I the asshole? Real quick, updates. Okay, the problem has been solved. I contacted two of the restaurants, which are the ones I frequently frequent the most, and they told me it is fine to order for my roommate and she can order herself if she installs WeChat. We don't want to use WeChat. She doesn't want to use WeChat, so I have told her she can ask me. For those saying tax evasion, et cetera, these restaurant owners are really kind people and often even give free meals at the restaurants to Chinese international students who are struggling. Sometimes others too, not just Chinese, just that most customers there are Chinese. I work now and I'm not a student anymore, but they told, but they know that and said I can still use the services. This is a lot cheaper than Uber Eats and DoorDash, but the only thing is you need to order only at lunch or dinner time. For sure, the whole tax evasion thing, not a great look. You know, you don't want to get them in trouble, but I don't know how I feel about this one. I don't think I understand it. (laughs) So he's ordering like low key. And they're kind of like under the table kind of stuff. So his roommate wants to piggyback off of his orders, but he feels bad doing that to people who are already doing shit under the table. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. He doesn't want to feel like they're taking advantage. Like the best way I can think of this is like, let's say I'm going to procure marijuana. Give me some. And... (laughs) And like, I have a friend who gives it to me for a special rate because we're great yeah, friends. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know? And then you were like, hey, the next time you go, can you grab me sure. like a, a gram? And then I'd be like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that because like he gives me a special price as a friend and I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage of it. And from there, I'd be like, I get that. Never mind. It's all good. I can pay retail. <laughs> <laughs> But she was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't I, know if no she was is, pissed. Or she just said she that he was, was upset <laughs> and isn't being as cordial, which I, may be his very nice way of saying she's, she's pissed. an asshole. You know, I don't know. I don't feel like anybody owes anybody anything, especially when it's kind of like a special like deal or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he could have asked in advance of being yeah. like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like these people are being too terribly discerning no. with what they're doing. And it seemed like maybe it took him a second to realize like, oh, maybe I can just ask them for Yeah, her. just ask yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I, that's my always, that's always my go-to. Like, I, I can't do it for you, but I can definitely ask. I, let me ask, it, it couldn't hurt, you know, whatever, because I don't speculate that that's not my, that's not my decision to make for somebody else, on somebody else's behalf. So that could have all just been avoided, I think, with just a little simple communication. That's it. I think that's the, the bulk of why a lot of these scenarios happen is because people just don't communicate. Yep. Or, or they communicate to, or shitty shit. Want to understand <laughs> right. even. That does a big one too. Yeah. Right. But uh, 
Yeah. So, you know, take away from this episode. If you don't want to be an asshole, try to listen and try to understand. You're falling down. She's just a baby. Are you guys loving the Archie content or what? Like, is this the cutest thing? Can they even see him? Yes. Zoom in. For those of you who follow me on TikTok, there will be an update on Archie soon. Nothing nothing catastrophic or big happened. I just mean like, hey, look, here's a look update. At him. Look yeah. at him again. <laughs> look at all the cute, funny things that happened in the last 10 days. He is very cute and funny. Including, I think I'm going to include in one of those, you know, the AI takes those photos and then they like, shh. Oh, the zoom, zoom out. out. Uh -huh. I did a couple of those and they're kind of hilarious. <laughs> I want to see them. But on that note, thank you for joining us. Thanks, if you guys. are um, want to help us keep this uh, podcast sustainable, think about joining our Patreon where we do occasionally give you some content as well. But mostly, you know, it's mostly for us, you know, to help keep it sustainable, like I already said. But hey, if you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow us on our socials. You can find me at Sujo1 on TikTok and Instagram. I am at Etch a Sketch with a J. You can find the podcast at What in the Shiba. That's S H I B A L. And Archie also has one too Archie and Colt. Uh, that's Archie with an I E. How do you have time to do. An, I, I digress. I know. That's why there hasn't been that many updates, but I promise I will. Um, also, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and. Bing bong. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of one. And um, am I forgetting something? No. Other than that, thank you for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Okay, okay bye. bye.